Welcome back to Shaping Logics. This is episode 15. I'm joined by co-hosts Hector Aramburo and Miguel Reyes. However, today they're here as OMS Architects to discuss their multifamily project in Carlsbad, currently under construction. The discussion focused on the permitting process and the interactions with city planners, consultants, and the client. They talked in depth about the shortcomings of the project, and I was glad the topic of failure came up as we all had thoughts to share about failing. Thanks for listening, and please enjoy the episode. Just by the way, one quick thing. The episode has a lot of cursing, so this should be played at high volume, preferably in a residential area. Can you give us a brief description of the scope of the project, and how did you get the commission? Should I go first? Yeah, go, you can go ahead, yeah. Sure. Oh, well, it's... Uh, in the beginning of time, I just <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, it's just like back every- in two thousand and eight. <laughs> now we're kidding. <laughs> just like everything in architecture, it's word of mouth. We actually got it through one of Hector's clients. He, I think it was from if I remember correctly, it was he did some kind of uh, uh, trellis where we saw Palomar, which led to like some kind of somebody knowing that person and then knowing a contractor, and then he ended up doing a, a little addition, and then mm-hmm. that the the little addition, the contractor knew a client. It, yeah, it was very <laughs> Actually, it, was, it wasn't it wasn't that trellis project, but it was a uh, the lilac project. Uh, right, right, I, which right. I'm getting to. So, because you went up to the Oscar guy first, right? Through no, it was so. <coughs> no, not really. So the, it it was it's it's really weird. This is why like you should never say no to <laughs> re- pretty much anything. Yeah, but no, it was it was my my. Friend, well, I mean, it was an acquaintance. We used to hang out in my early twenties a lot, but then he obviously he, he knew that I went to architecture school, that I had finished, and that I was kind of working in the field. And so his his parents like moved out. They sold their house and they bought the smaller house and they wanted to add a, a bedroom, which I of course was like, yeah, sure, you know, it's kind of a favor, you know, to you know with the friends and families discount. Yeah, of uh, they wanted to add like a little master bedroom in the back, so I, I did that. And the contractor that they hired out, which I, I, it was the kind of project where I just I did, I did the drawings, turned them in, and I was I was out. That was mm-hmm. it. There was no making sure it got billed right or any no of that. CA. No CA, <laughs> dude. It was just here's here's this you know set of drawings uh, as a favor to you. Right. You know, peace. So those contractors were the ones that that called us, and and they and then we did the house and right about a house, which again we would like when they when they called us. You know, and, and kind of like they weren't really a licensed contractor. They were just kind of builders. And we're like, oh, right. man, this is probably going to end up in some kind of <laughs> weird, you know, chicken coop that they want us to build in this. Because yeah. when they when they give us the address for that house project, mm-hmm. we looked it up on Google and it was this it was in Bonsal. So you could all you can imagine Bonsal properties in Bonsal are acres, you know. Yeah. So there was like a little house and this ton of land. And I was and it looks like they were also rent sub renting it right for a, a nursery uh, agriculture. Yeah, and we're like, oh, they that. probably want some kind of bathroom addition, or I was like, oh, whatever. So I ended up calling them, which of course turns out that it was like a big, you know, remodel to the house that essentially turned out to be almost a, a new house. Yeah, it was like a brand new right. house. Right. And then, and that client, his associate, you know, his partner in, in his business, then had a property in Carlsbad who mm. wanted to develop and he wanted, he asked me, like, what you could do there. So initially I did some free research for him, like, oh, you can up to four units. And at first, I, he didn't seem like it was that he wanted to move forward. So we kind of, in the initial process, we proposed that we do do like a schematic, almost, you know, like, um, what's the word? Um, 
almost like a performance like a feasibility, you know, a feasibility study of something. like what could he build there so we kind of designed he could only do four <laughs> units carlos very strict he didn't want to go for any kind of additional you know points or, or you know density bonus or anything like that so um yeah he could do four so then he's like, yeah so let, let's do it which i was like oh whoa shit i was like okay well then i guess yeah let me write a proposal you know and that's kind of how like everything kind of just one little thing kind of you know yeah. snowballed into you know that what, what, what i consider i i think our first like big project you know definitely well, it's <coughs> like it's the first ground up right pretty much or pretty much pretty, i mean yeah. the, the house remodel essentially was <coughs> it, it was kind of like you know you, we kept like 30% of that. It was supposed to be a lot smaller remodel, but then it turned out like, you know, second story addition. And then at the end of the day, mm, it was mm. pretty much a large remodel mm, to where the, yeah. to where it was essentially a brand new house. <laughs> but yes, to answer your question, there was, you know, you know, demo the house and then build a four <laughs> unit condo. And just let me just kind of go back a little bit on what you were saying about that research phase. Um, I don't know how most firms do it, but I feel like a lot of, firms will kind of sort of bill on the back end of that research because there's a lot of time that went into that and also developing those schemes that we we essentially did for free like we didn't charge for that and we didn't know how to bill and that's another you know we can get into that but we just didn't know how to approach it we just think it, we were so excited about getting it that we didn't you know we well, just I was just said it's like just the excitement that we could potentially do a four unit you know apartment complex on our own under like our company name was everything at the time, you know, and money was just like, well, if we get, you know, X amount, we're good with that. You know, as mm -hmm. long as we, this project actually goes through. Yeah. Just kind of going off of that, was there ever a point where you thought like, oh shit, like we're, you know, we bit off more, more than we could chew. <laughs> oh man. Just ask me how many times I would, <laughs> I had, uh, essentially emotional breakdowns <laughs> right pretty much yeah i think i was like i was always the one that probably showed it the most but yeah i mean it's kind of weird but was it like more like client expectations or your own expectations of what you kind of were it was it was i would say neither it was more of um i, I want to say that oh man how, i don't even know how would i put it in words it's not so much because the client we got really lucky he was never like impatient or aggressive towards us maybe there was like one incident towards the end <laughs> um but other than that it was more like the stress of uh, i guess us promising you know something in a given time frame mm -hmm. and then we get sidelines by by things mm -hmm. that maybe we should have known but we didn't know that that could potentially be needed for the project so that's kind of where like we were kind of you know battling where it's like you know, every so often I would have to call the client and be like, hey, you know, what? now we're actually going to need this kind of steady and that's going to be another, you know, $3,000 or, hey, now we need this an additional letter from the sales engineer. You know, that's an additional 800 bucks. Mm -hmm. And I, I think at certain at certain time, like, you know, if you're just coming to the client every so often, it's like <clears throat> it's this much more. It's this much more Th for me. That was causing a lot of stress because it's it's a little. I guess embarrassing. Is that a good word? Yeah. It's kind of embarrassing, you know, not to be able to not to say that it shouldn't have happened, but I think the key in that aspect is to have been able to foresee it, to have been able to tell the client, like, look, we're going to go into this project. Yeah. This is how much it is right now. Potentially you can pay for this, 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 and this, not that, not to say that you will, but just know that, you just know, in your out, mind, yeah. half, you know, uh, a contingency, uh, not a contingency, um, 
yeah, contingency, yeah. you know, of, of money kind of set aside um, for potentially paying, you know, those extra fees for mm -hmm. whatever reason. Um, so, you know, I think if we would have been there at, at that point, I would have felt better because in my head, I feel like the project itself went smooth, like design, um, the building part of it was fine. Uh, what we didn't have experience with was at, like managing it and everything that happens, mm. you know, behind the door. What in our, in most cases, you know, when you're working for somebody, that's the principal who's handling that stuff. Yeah. So um, in my head, I was like, dude, like we weren't scared in the beginning. We're like, dude, we could totally do this. It's going to be coastal, like grading permit. Yeah. Let's like, I, we've done several, like, you know, multifamily dwellings and, you know, for, for you know, the company that yeah, we work for, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is going to be a breeze. And then once you're in it, you realize, holy shit, like there's a lot of like, you know, back, back of house shit that it goes down before we actually get a project and, and do, you know, a construction set of, of, uh, of drawings. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the stress came, you know, like Hector's saying from inexperience, yeah. um, a lot of, a lot of frustration came also from unknowns from the city. Um, you know, like he's saying, like, we didn't know what we were promising pretty much going in and, you know, just kind of like with our experience or saying like, this is going to take this long and this is going to take, you know, trying to be confident, but you know, it was sort of a mistake because, because we didn't know. And then it was the first time we worked in Carlsbad and we didn't know how they work. And then we also hired a shady <laughs> consultant in regards to like civil mm -hmm. engineering, um, and that kind of held us back a lot. You know, like he's saying, a lot of things that that um, held us back were out of our control. So that's why I didn't stress as much. But I know Hector stresses. Well, that's the key thing. Yeah, right. Like everything that, that I, I mean, I, I'm going to call it went wrong for the purposes of like just, yeah. you, know, you know, understanding it in easy terms. But I feel that everything that went wrong with the project, which, you know, it's under construction right now. But I feel that everything that went wrong with it was um just having shitty consultants and, and you know and just not being able to again to foresee yeah you know um potential requirements that the project was gonna need you know as simple as like i mean should we go back and kind of like so for this project when we were like finally designed it it was all drawn up we were gonna submit for coastal mm -hmm. um we did a preliminary just so that you know we would know mm -hmm. yeah. just to get r major red flags so <laughs> We convinced the client that, you know, essentially, you know, it was for two or towards our benefit just to make sure that there was no big red flag items before we hire all these consultants. Right. So we did that. And then the city told us that the zoning was going to change for that particular project so that mm -hmm. we had less stringent setbacks. So that this is where everything started because these setbacks were the key to parking layout, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So once the setbacks became less restrictive, we're like, holy shit, that's okay, cool. We can have parking as we originally had it. So at that point, you know, we, we um, to gain time, we we're also going to do a, a concurrent submittal. So <laughs> we submitted for coastal under our own risk, <laughs> thinking that, okay, not like we have it pretty solid. We had the preliminary, everything was good. So we would submit coastal and, you know, building construction at the same time. So that when coastal was approved, we could immediately pull the building right, permit. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what happened with that was that we submitted. Um, and then we, <laughs> one of the biggest corrections was the city telling us like, Oh, never mind. Like the zoning is not going to change. Mm -hmm. So you have to abide by the more restrictive setbacks, <laughs> which at that point threw the whole parking layout off. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we figured out the solution. So it was, it was weird because the <laughs> lot, the lot is relatively flat, but the, the back, the back lot drops like four feet. So the only way we can make parking work <laughs> was that we had to throw the last parking that we need was an ADA parking spot, which we threw in the back. 
And, and that, that move alone was the one that delayed the project at least nine months. Yeah, you know for sure. Know? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> that was really frustrating, I mean, for all of us. And to me, like, the mo I mean, a lot of things are just really fixable. And, you know, like, I try not to stress about uh, a lot of things. But that, that, that was one of the things that really made me angry. And not because it changed, but... the city, because the yeah, city because went back on there. Exactly, because <laughs> the city went back to it. And it's, you know, when something like that happens in our eyes, it's like, it's like, holy shit, this is major. You know, this is gonna, we have to, like, redesign pretty much. And we had that choice, at the, at, you know, at the time. Like, should we redesign? But, and, and the thing that was, like, really, really, like, pissed me off was, like, how nonchalant the city was. It was like, oh, we went back, so, okay, whatever. Just Now you have to change it. And, like, right. they... I mean, some people were willing to sort of work with us, but, you know, the the planner, you know, that fuck wasn't, like, you know, he was so, right. like, nonchalant about it. Like, he, you know, he didn't care. Right. He didn't care that he just fucking, you know, cost the client a lot of money, a lot of our time. You know, they just don't care, and that's really, really frustrating. And I can see why people get pissed off at their right. government agencies, especially in this business. Right, and at that point, that was, like, when we realized that we made our second biggest mistake in this project which was that we had engaged all the consultants. So structural mm -hmm. had already been designed. Yeah. Landscape was already designed. Uh, you know, civil work was already started because we needed it for coastal anyway. Mm -hmm. So what made it matter, this would have been an easy fix because we could have redesigned the building. Right. We could have relayed yeah, yeah. the parking with no issues. <laughs> but now we're saying, okay, now not only do we have the city parameters to abide by that are more stringent now, but now we're also stuck with the design that we have because we don't want to pay the structural engineer or, mm -hmm. you know, more money to essentially scrap his <laughs> design. So, right? H had yeah. we just not done that, we could have been like, oh, shit, well, that sucks. We would have it would have been our time. And we would have been like, fuck it. Like, we just eat that out of our time. We'll redesign yeah. the whole building to no cost to you. Yeah. And, th and then we can move forward. Yeah. Instead, we're like, fuck, we've already paid. Oh, yeah, the structural engineer, uh, MEP. MEP was already you're talking, Were you talking like $30,000, dude? You know, yeah. like that, that was done. I was like, dude, we cannot... You know, yeah, and it was I, like, and I, I yeah, it was like 15, 17 right. for the MEP and then the 12 for the for the structural engineer. That's so it's like, dude, we have to make this work. So how we made it work was by throwing that 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 uh, mm -hmm. parking spot in the back, which was fine. It, then we submitted. They're like, everybody's happy. So we went through like two rounds of coastal corrections. And then this is where the third major issue that essentially <laughs> delayed the project even more. So after everybody was looking at it, we were fighting about something else. Oh, yeah. They wanted us to do some gnarly requirements for stormwater. We're like, no, like we're going to, you know, maintain the same grade of the lot. Like the drainage pattern is going to remain the same. Uh -huh. And so all of this was triggering. Essentially, we had to ma maintain the way the water was flowing had to remain. That system had to stay in place. So at, we were fighting to like, no, like we're going to keep it, blah, blah, blah. So as finally, they agreed. It's just like, fine, you know, as long as you maintain the same grade, like there's like, you know, you know you're not introducing like more soil or whatever the requirements were. And as they're looking at it and as they're arguing and like kind of fighting for the client on this, the, the city engineer was like, wait, I didn't realize that there's a four foot drop in the back. <laughs> He's like, you're going to need a retaining wall back here. And then boom, that's chapter number three. Right. Yeah. And that's when a whole nother clusterfuck started. And that's kind of like what Miguel was handling in the project. Just kind of like he was being like the, the middleman on, on delegating because now by having this, the retaining wall in the back means that the whole uh, drainage panel was going to be fucked. <laughs> There's no that way that you can keep it because now you're doing a new. And the thing is that if we build a retaining wall, it'd be one retaining wall abutting the the neighboring's the existing. existing retaining mm -hmm. wall, like like just like you know like shaping each other, you know. <laughs> so we're just like fuck, you know. And like one of the solutions, you know, that you can Miguel can tell you all about it was to 
essentially demo right and then you can get into that about <laughs> well yeah <laughs> the whole process of like dealing with reaching out to the yeah. and of course oh, the, 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 yeah, the, the yeah. property in the back is like a big corporation that owns it's, it's also an apartment a complex development so i mean yeah you want to tell them about that well i mean it's just dealing with a neighbor you know it would be really easy if it was just like a person who owned the thing and mm. you know just talking to a person but it turned, you know, nothing in this project was easy. So it turned out that, you know, like Hector saying, the, uh, the apartments were owned by a big company and mm -hmm. they have offices in like New York, <laughs> San Francisco and like somewhere in Los Angeles. So I had to like find out, like, you know, go from from the manager of the apartments to like go up the ladder pretty much and like asking people. And they weren't very helpful at all. You know, it took me like I don't know how would you say, how long would you say to reach out to the main guy that could it actually. It took us at least. Yeah, like, it took you. I would say like, you because you were handling like three months yeah, at least. I don't I don't talk Damn. to people, but at least three months just to talk to somebody who, who actually who has could the power actually make, yeah, make a decision. Yeah, make a decision. Yeah. And it wasn't simple. It's just just let us build a wall. Like either let us tear down your little your wall that you have <laughs> there, and rebuild it, or let us just build it. You know, right against it. You know and keep the 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 pattern of the water going that way because right. mm -hmm. uh, the, the the city of course so they like, needed, yeah, they I'm, I'm gonna chime in on that before you proceed with that story but so the conversation of this wall between the city us the client and the the, the uh, property owner in the rear was literally like a six-month process like just just to come to an agreement of what to do yeah. and then we had to like figure out how to make it work structurally yeah yeah, so, yeah, because they uh, they also had to get, obviously, they didn't want no responsibility at all. So they had to get, like, a team of lawyers involved to draft a letter. Like, we drafted our own little, like, shitty letter at first. It's just, like, <laughs> a couple paragraphs. You know, we're going to keep the drainage pattern, blah, 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 you know, try to make it sound legit. And they're like, nah. So they're like, <laughs> they're like we got to get these to my lawyers, and they're going to draft, you know, a better letter. And they had a bunch of red lines. You know, it's also, like, we were responsive. We were on it, you know. We're trying to get it done. As soon as possible, but they, they were just taking their sweet time, you know. And then they're like, "Oh, you know, so and so is gonna go on vacation, so I can't, you know, right. like, you know, so we're gonna have to wait a week, you know." And then the week comes, and it's like, "Oh, so and so it's out of the office for four days." And like, right. And, and actually, then, we had like what, like we had like three proposals on what to do with that wall. And the initial one, the easiest one that the city wanted us to do was tear down their wall with their permission and rebuild their wall, and then we're good with it. So that would have been like the easiest thing to do. But then when we went to them, they're like, whoa, like it's going to look shitty if you have like a new one. Because like the, yeah. their wall was literally like 1970s, like, you know, when you smash the brick and the mortar kind of just oozes oh, out. Oh, you know but, what I'm talking but, about? But, <laughs> the, but, the best, but the best part of this story is that uh, in the process of us getting permission from the owner, uh, I don't remember why, but it, it, some time passed and we had a different, a different solution. And then we went back to them again. And they had sold the property to another big corporation. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So we, the initial owner was like gone. And they were, were probably like, and they, yeah. This, and they were, and they were okay with us tearing down the wall. Yeah, they were yeah that's okay. right. Oh I forgot about God. that. They were okay with us tearing down the fucking wall. Yeah. And then, so then when, when it was time to actually get the letter of like permission, like ready for the, for the <laughs> wall to be approved at the city. They had switched owners, and then they didn't like that idea. Oh, so then we're just like, "Oh my god, dude! Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on?" Like, 
And like the whole time, like er, it, like this is just just the wall, dude. Like this is just one uh, one uh-huh. correction, the wall, the fucking wall. <laughs> which it. is <laughs> I- ironic that we're dealing with the wall right now. <laughs> oh man. So, <laughs> so finally, we were like, okay, fuck it. So fuck them, like you know. So let's <laughs> we're, we're like we'll just build our wall on our property side. Yeah. And make that shit work, which was fine yeah. until. <laughs> Literally, the way our the design was that we needed three inches of gravel on our the opposite side of the wall within our property, but because there was eight inches left on their soil, once we excavated to build our wall, their soil was gonna fall. So then we mm-hmm. need to get permission from the neighbors to be able to disturb their soil. Eight and inches. <laughs> eight <laughs> inches, dude. So that was another like four months process, dude. Just like, and then and on top of that, they're like, "Well, if you guys damage the wall in any way, you guys are responsible." Yeah, they won. Finally, it's like we got it all sorted out. We got the fucking letter, you know. Um, and then it was a question about, well, how are you going to make the fuck? Oh, because originally we were thinking of doing some complex, like, well, what if we take some, like, steel, oh, yeah. steel <laughs> plates, shore it, shore six inches of six soil, inches dude. Of soil. <laughs> <laughs> so that we can so that we can vertically hold six inches of soil, like, while we excavated uh-huh. five five foot down. <laughs> Oh and then we're thinking about like, okay, we can we can fucking steel plate, like hammer it in, like <laughs> and the engineer's like, man, that's gonna be really expensive just to hold that amount of soil. So then we're like, Yeah, you're right, it's not gonna work. And then our soils engineer didn't like the idea. He's like, No, like you know, you have you have to build it in thirds to maintain the like the structure of the wall. Um so now we're going now 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 it's the city, the neighbors, the client, us. And the soils engineers, like we everybody's like in disagreement, like they don't like our solution, you know, like the civil guy doesn't like it. Uh, but finally, it, after like, I don't know, literally six, six months, six months after the new, like the old client. So it's like the old client was like three months. Then the new client, I mean, and we're still trying to get other stuff. Like we're still keeping, we're still submitting to the city, other, other like other yeah. red lines, but this is still like pending, which could potentially change everything, you know? Jesus. And finally, like we got the letter. Yeah, they added yeah. some stringent requirements of like if the wall is damaged enough, you have to replace not just the portion, like the, whole the, width, thing. the width of our property line. What was damaged? The whole thing, which is like <clears throat> like four or five lots, you know. Yeah, they so that it could all property. be like it could all read yeah. the same. And we're yeah. like, well, fuck it, like let's let the client make that call. I mean, this is he has no option, yeah, you know. Um, and yeah, so then that happened. Yeah, and then it was fine. <laughs> and then we, we could finally breathe, and and then and then it was a, a factor of like then we had to get the wall, and then dude, oh my god, and then the the civil engineer is just another fucking like monster on its own, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, the civil engineer was just like one of those things that we didn't like we didn't know at the work at the, our last job he had done most of the civil work, if any, because we didn't really handle. A lot of civil work at our last job, right? Because right, that's kind of another thing of like the unknown. Yeah. We didn't know uh, how involved the coastal process was, you know, yeah. in, you know, as far as the, the civil engineer work went. Yeah. So, I mean, if, 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 you know, I know that usually we ask a question like if you could recommend have any advice for, yeah. you know, young students or <laughs> practitioners, it's like, dude, know your fucking consultants and know that they actually do a good, you know, good work. Reputation, yeah. for but, sure. But when, when you're getting drawings from somebody, and like you tell them to fix three things and they fix those three things, but then they send you drawings and then five other things are fucked up. That's when you just start losing your shit. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? We you just know? we just didn't know. That was the only person that we knew and, and you know, like we were excited to get the project. It was like this guy would be fine, you know? Right. We'd be fine and cheap and, you know, easy. Yeah, and the city of Carl's that like regardless of what it was, it was thirty days minimum. 
Yeah, that's another whether thing. Whether they could whether they could review it within a couple of days or a couple of hours or worth of work. Yeah. Thirty at the thirty day mark, boom, then you got your red lines. And yeah. so every time we got red lines, we literally had to sit there and like bubble everything and like write in the PDF, like you know, change this to so that it says this. Change for this. the civil, you yeah. had to do his work for him. And literally, in one of the times, in one of the time, in one of the red lines that I sent to them, I, I literally wrote, "Please note this." And and then when they and then they, and then there was a note what I want them to write. When I got their drawings back, the note literally said, "Please note this." <laughs> like. <laughs> He just copy and pasted the whole thing. Yeah, dude, I, I kid you fucking not, dude. Like, yeah. at that point, I was like, and then the thing is, like, I couldn't, like, talk shit to them. So I feel bad for Miguel because I would, like, be like, like, I would get angry at him. Like, dude, what the fuck? It's like, I go, dude, I get it. I get it. You know, it's like, oh, my God. Like, what, what is going on? Like, why can't they just, like, fix it and just give it to us so that we can just be done with this, you know? Yeah. Uh, and by the way, this was like this. All of this went down during the coastal submittal. And then after that, and this goes back to not knowing what questions to ask and not knowing what was going to be required. So we were completely oblivious to the fact that this project was going to re- was going to require a grading permit, which was essentially everything that the civil guy had already done preliminarily for coastal now had to be like kind of transferred officially, you know, to the grading permit, which were were like the whole wall, like that's mm-hmm. when the wall, like you know, had to have structural calculations and like all of this shit. So on yeah. top of all the red lines that we already had, like oh, so this should be a breeze. There's tons of more red lines yeah. on, on making the actual wall work, you know? So essentially what we proposed during coastal for that wall was like, oh yeah, it's a, it's a good idea, you know? And then once you go into grading, it's like, okay, now make like, it work. Yeah. How are you yeah. going to make it work? Yeah. And that alone and that again, like, so come if you, so to give you an idea, so the city would wait 30 days and our civil guy after sending them corrections would take on the dot two months to fix those red lines. <laughs> And then, and, and then every time we got those red lines, they'd something. be wrong. It's just like, <laughs> dude, like, 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 what the fuck, you know? So that happened at least three times. So that's six months right there yeah. on yeah. top of the three months that the city's taking to review. Yeah. You know, and I have a feeling that towards the end, the, the civil guys at the city, they probably felt bad for us. So they're just like, they're literally like, so then there's another thing that sucked too. Like we were the middleman for the civil engineer at the city. So like, cause our civil guy would not reach out to them. Yeah, most most civil engineers would do that their work their job and, and reach he was out to stubborn dude. Like for yeah. example, like oh, I want to think of a specific example where like, just change it. He's like the well, pavers, oh, the pavers or something. Like, he like, but why? Like the way I'm proposing it, I was yeah. like, dude. And this is where I go back to like I always like like to use a color as a reference. Like if the city's asking you for green, fucking give them green, dude. Quit trying to give them orange. Yeah. Like just. It's not like oh, it's uh, it, sometimes it was like a fucking note, right? Yeah. Like just change the note so that it says that. Yeah. Like, why are you like arguing with like not even arguing with them? Like you're you're arguing with us to argue with them, you know? Like we, we can't do that. And as you know, we have a full time job, so like yeah, for us exactly. to be able to have those conversations, like in your lunchtime or like early in the morning, or after work, or after work, because after work is impossible, but yeah. it's hard. So now, now you're talking on our end. That's another delay, right? Because you know, if you're working on that as like you know, you have a full full um, running office, you can call all throughout the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that was one thing that I kind of wondered because I, you know, I we work together, so I saw you guys kind of go through it. Yeah. So I, I just wondered, you know, how different would it have been if you guys were on your own? This was your nine to five, and. Uh-oh. A hundred percent different. Like, I mean, I, well, I, I, always... I think, I think the, I agree that there would have been more time to, to execute. I, uh-huh. I think it would have been a, a, a function of 
maybe how fast we get answers. But I think the the stuff that we didn't know, we still wouldn't still have known. Still the same, yeah. Yeah, we still would have just kind of came from like whatever knowledge we had from the cities that we we worked on before. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like you know, and and now like so right now we're potentially gonna you know are working on a on a new project. You're right, yeah. And, and just with from just the experience alone <laughs> of Jefferson, like we were like I feel like we were like pros right yeah like we just like you know what you're just on it yeah you're You're like okay you know you know for a fact you're gonna get civil because just the type of project regardless of it's existing you're gonna need civil work yeah you know most likely you're gonna shift all that earth around you're gonna need grading permit like or you know like what sort of permits is this project gonna trigger like we didn't know that question like we went to the city of carlsbad we were thinking more uh, on on the the shoes of like that we were were currently in in our in our in our you know day job which was setbacks you know building envelope but not, not, you know, like not asking, you know, this project's a four unit complex. Not a lot know, of coordination. What, what, like what, yeah, exactly. Like what permits is this project going to trigger? You know, uh-huh. are we going to need a site development permit? Are we going to need a coast? Well, we need a coastal because we were by the ocean. Yeah. So we need that, you know, but the grading permit. And then they hit us with like two other permits that were like, oh, like uh, the oh, TLC, yeah. like yeah. And other shit. Like, like you don't know to ask those questions unless you know, because that's not like you, you can't go to the website and get that information like yeah. it's not it's not like you know when you go look you know to research sony you go you know where to go you look at the sony you know how much far you don't have what height but then to know what permits you're going to need for x development that's not as clear as going to one spot and kind of figuring it out and yeah. if you don't so know that's something that carlsbad is just not good at or I don't know. You think I, it's I mean, like I think it happens. Or... It happens with with every city. I think. I yeah. Like for example, you know, I just don't, we just didn't know about it. Like noise reports and all that shit. Oh you know? yeah, that was another one too. Yeah, that just kind of hit us. But you know, going back to your question, I think I think in my opinion, I think it would have been a lot different if we were on our own, just because, I mean, for yeah, response times for sure, but also like the freedom of, um, say for example, our civil engineer wasn't getting shit done just drive to his office and show up, you know, like that yeah. kind of thing of like, just get it done. Dude. Or, yeah. Like, or be, being able to sit down. Yeah. Being able to sit, Cause it's, it's hard. It's really it. hard to like, we have a, you know, nine to five yeah. and then like, you, you know, you have to respect the time of your employer. Like, you know, we're trying to, you know, be like really, I mean, you know, cause to me, like that's almost like stealing time. If you, you know, like if you're doing like kind of like your own shit, like during, yeah. during your work hours and, you know, try to avoid that, you know, as much as you can. Um, you know, that's why Hector's saying like during lunchtime or before work or after, even after work, you know, there are many times that we had to take a meeting like during lunch, but you know, if we had the freedom of being in our own office, I mean, I think things would have been a yeah, much I mean, different. Yeah, we would get it. You would get it done a lot faster. A lot faster. It would be a lot, but you know, like I mean, you're talking about like, you know, for example, like let's say that, you know, a question arises that you need to reach out to the city. So, okay, we, we throw that question out there after hours. The city's not going to get it till the next day. Yeah. They're going to respond. We can't respond right there and then. So we have to respond at night, which means they're going to get it the next day. Okay. So that's already a two and a half days to three day delay just to get one answer. Yeah. Whereas like if you had your own office, you could literally just, you know, drive to the city, yep. talk it over, go back and forth on multiple questions yeah. as opposed to just dealing one issue at a time. Yeah. And then, you know, you move forward. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also like being upfront about it, you know, going back to like speaking with the client. I mean, the client knew that we, you know, this was kind of like a side gig yeah. also. Yeah, we were, all, we were upfront about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is, I feel like nowadays, I don't know, like it's a little that we have more experience. I, I feel like we really don't have to be that upfront because we already know kind of like predicting stuff. But I mean, it helps. But uh, depending on the project, I don't think 
he should be as forward. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I think that if it's a good project, and I feel like now with the experience that we have, I feel like if you really want to get it, like I feel you kind of have to leave that yeah. out a little bit, yeah. you know. So, for sure, because I mean, like the work, like you know, like like you're saying, like the the art architectural drawings and everything, like smooth, mm-hmm. everything was smooth. Yeah, we could we could put the build we. We designed the building. We put the building together. That was that was what we knew. Like, right, yeah, easy, dude. Like, boom. Like, you've done that on the concurrence of middle. We were approved on, on like the second try. That was it. You yeah. know, and we were done, which was another issue, right? Yeah. This is, this, I mean, the issues don't end yet, dude. So now, <laughs> yeah. I mean, should we move forward with this? I mean, unless you have any other questions right now. No, you can keep going. I mean, I'll, I'll just throw questions as I. So okay, so okay, after so finally the the whole civil thing was resolved. Coastal was approved. Um, I have a really big issue with like presenting and being in front of people and talking to people. So Miguel actually handled the, uh, the coastal commission, uh, meeting, um, which, you know, that's, that's why he's on the team. <laughs> <laughs> and let me just say this, that, um, architectural critique doesn't end at school, you know, it's just like barely starting. Oh, that's right. Right. Tell them about all that. All yeah. That shit, like, dude. I mean, like that, that stuff is just like stays with you, you know? So like going to coastal and, and, and some of these people are not, you know, architecturally trained, like they don't want to go to art school. Yeah, just no, they're just normal people. It's like dentists. Civics. Joe. Yeah, dentist so, Joe. Like, like no, whoever, <laughs> yes, yeah, like whoever sits on the board, it's not really like somebody who's like even like a public servant. I mean, technically they are a public servant because they volunteer their time. But it's, you know, just members of the community who just, you know, like their taste can vary. So, you know, the feedback we, we got when we presented uh for coastal was you know like it's bland <laughs> which you know we obviously we, we uh, the design is a contemporary design uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah and we purposely like the whole the i mean i don't know i guess after the podcast maybe you can throw a link to to the project yeah, and people yeah. people can critique it on their own but our intent was that that the, the elevation from the street was going to be like a super slender i mean i don't want to say monumental because that sounds a little Monol- like more monolithic and, and, and cocky but yeah like we wanted a, a monolithic structure so when you read it from the front, it was like an object, you mm-hmm. know, which I, I also think maybe, you know, a lot of people have issues with. <laughs> yeah. But, I, you know, like I just wanted it to be like uh, this monolithic thing. And the building's really long. It's, it runs like the whole, essentially the whole like depth yeah. of the property, which is uh-huh. like 145 <laughs> feet yeah, or so. It's pretty, it's pretty long. Yeah. So that when you read it from the front, it's just like this, this big open space with, you know. Like this, a thin, this sliver. Yeah, a sliver of like And the city did not like that. Yeah, they're like, they you got to throw windows and that front elevation is very bland. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, you that's were a, there. Yeah, <laughs> that, well, that's another thing also. You know, you, you, uh, a lot of times you have to fight back. You have to push back a little bit, you know, because they're kind of used to like a certain aesthetic or, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, they, obviously com- there are people who are doing a lot of contemporary stuff too and they come, you know, from time to time and, and they just always throw you in the same kind of like uh, category. And they always just want to make you do things their way and they have their guidelines, but it's how you interpret those guidelines. And, and it's also like something that you don't learn in school is like how to talk to people. Yeah. Because like, you know, like Hector was saying, like the, like for example, those engineering people, like at the end they were like the main engineer for our project at the city was, became really sympathetic with me just because, you know, I told them, I told them all the shit that we were going through. I was really honest <laughs> with them. And he's like, yeah, you know, it happens. I've seen it happen before. And, you know, like there's, you know, shitty engineers. There's right. good ones. And, you know, there's I bad mean, ones. Right. And, and, and like something, if, if I would have been somebody who was just like, you know, kind of like a jerk and like, you know, oh, we just got to do why, you know, like why? Like just kind of like, you know, you have to let certain things go. Like if I would have just hung out to like you guys change, 
you know, the setbacks or you guys didn't change the zone, you guys, you guys fucked us pretty much. If I would have hung on to that and just kind of held that attitude, like I would, we would have never gotten done because they would have been like, you know, fuck this guy too, you know? But, you know, just being more of a people person, you I just, guess. Yeah. Like, um, I mean, you were just saying how, you know, the critique doesn't end or, you know. Yeah, it doesn't end at school. But what I was thinking is that, like, at school, we're more, we're trying to, like, convince people yeah. where, like, you're still doing that in the real world, but there's also comes into play like a negotiation of like, yep, all right, you're exactly. gonna give, I'm gonna give you this, but you're gonna give me exactly. approval. Yeah, or, you know, yeah, exactly. give me. yeah. For yeah, for example, when you go present uh, for the coastal or like the planning committee at the at Carlsbad, that, that was one. I mean, I've done it many times now. You know, like different cities, but you know, they always you know ask you questions or would you consider this? Right. And it's how you answer to those. You know, like for for example, for that project. Um, it helped us that we were within like all the regulations, you know, we were within high limits within everything mm-hmm. was, you know, they couldn't say anything like it was within like legal boundaries, mm-hmm. everything we weren't asking for any, you know, variances or anything like that. So they couldn't say much. Like they said the design was kind of bland and this and that, but what else, you know, what else can they say? Right. Like, like what else can they um, uh, give us, you know, since they're used to like a certain thing, uh, besides, you know, like, oh, have you considered like using solar panels and, you know, like what, you know, like, <laughs> sure. I gonna, well, well, that's the client, you know, yeah, like, like I'll, you yeah, know, exactly. I'll talk to like, I'll talk to the client and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you're, if you're a property owner and you spending that money, I mean, that's, that's going to yeah, be your decision. But other than that, it went pretty smooth. And that's and, another thing too. Like when you're at school and like people don't like your project, you know, you get like a little like butthurt about it. Yeah. But when it's real and you know, it's going to be built <laughs> and people don't like it. Oh man, that stung. <laughs> Remember, I was like, all I was all fucked. Like, fuck that, dude. Like, <laughs> they know nothing about architecture and what architecture is. Yeah. You know, and then, I mean, it to us, that's our that's that's our baby right now. You know, uh-huh. that's like, dude, like, I don't know. And of course, like, we look at it now and we're like, yeah, we could have done things so much differently and developed it in so many different ways. But I feel like that's that's the point. You you do yeah, it one it's... time. I feel like yeah. if you repeat it and you do the same shit, that's when you're yeah. like, oh shit. But we did it and we're like, we we learned. And now we know what to do differently. I'm talking just strictly on design, you uh-huh. know, for the next one. Um, but yeah, it was it was, it was rough. Man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As far as critique, I mean, I, I don't and know. And by the way, the person that commented on the on our building being bland had no had no a purpose in commenting about the building design at all. Anyway, it was just yeah. like the city the the planning uh, yeah. the city planner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that know? guy, that same fuck who. Yeah. <laughs> your job is to make sure that our parking works yeah. and that our open space works and yeah. that the landscape's on point you know why are you coming there was no need for you to tell me that you don't like yeah. my building you know yeah there were a few emails that were kind of like they got kind of heated with him i remember yeah. writing like a super long one and i was like <laughs> you just I, just I just deleted it i was like never mind <laughs> whatever I just let it out yeah for sure you remember that um but yeah it, it just goes back to i don't know just the, the whole critique thing is just everybody's a we're unfortunately we're in this business where everybody's a critic and everybody you know like has certain tastes for things because they see something on tv or because but i mean I, I, at the end of the day i'm really happy with the design um even even if it gets you know certain things happen when it gets built i know um spatially you know the spaces are going to be really nice it's going to be something that you know people are going to photograph and you can probably show it on pinterest because mm-hmm. I know it's good, you know, I believe in it. And 
Yeah, man, we have an internal tree, dude. Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And it's it's not, you know, which like, just, like which just goes like hats off to the client too. One, either the client didn't understand <laughs> what the, what that pl- what that little portion of the plan was. <laughs> and, and once it goes in, he's gonna be like, What the fuck is it? A fucking tree in my dining room? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, there are certain things that are gonna be out of your control. Like they might change materials, you know, like okay. or mm-hmm. you know, but 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 you know, like as as an architect, you did your job. You know, spatially, like, like you're gonna be like anyone. Any one of us would be comfortable living in one of those units. Well, we, sure. we did the best that we could at that time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely, <laughs> we do like something. You know, different things now. But yeah, but I mean, I think that's why you know we kind of talked about it a, a bit. But that's why we call it a practice. You know, cause yeah, you're for just, sure, it's for a practice, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. And you, and you do it once. You're like, holy shit! Again. Like I could have done this a little different. But you also have to appreciate it for what it is, you know, at the, like at the time, I think for what we did at the time, is, which is like, it's been a while now, because yeah. this project has gone forever. I think we did a pretty good job. No, it's funny. Well, I'll tell you, dude, I, it's funny because we posted a picture when we submitted, because this project was a two-phase project. We, before we knew that he was actually being really legitimate about going through with the project, oh, okay. we just gave him the proposal for just designing a building that could potentially go on the site, which... Obviously, it changed slightly once, you know, all of the um, the envelope kind of kicked in. But that happened in and you can you can do a little side side talk while I while I fish <laughs> this image here on, on Instagram. And it's going to tell me when, <laughs> when we posted it. It's uh, been a while, dude. Two years go. or something. Uh. <laughs> this is what I posted. Coming soon, period, at Ohm's Collab. <laughs> because at the time, oh, that's another thing, too. Oh. <laughs> so we, we should be called Ohm's Collab because, and this is maybe like, maybe this is like the one thing that truly drove me to getting licensed. I took on this project on the, on the, you know, the, the pretense <laughs> that I was going to have a license by the time we, we needed to pull, like, you know, submit the drawings yeah. for building, um, which I did complete on time. But I, after that, I still had another year and a half, so I would have been totally fine, like failing at <laughs> least two of the exams and like bounce back. And then, <laughs> um, but yeah, coming soon. I'm just hashtag architecture design, uh, sleepless nights. Yeah, you know? um, this was posted on June seventeenth, twenty fifteen. Damn, wow, that was like the proposal we gave her. This is the proposal. I mean, granted that you know we 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 gave him this. And he kind of sat on it and he thought about it. And the actual project really started like in mid, mid 2016. Dude, but the first official submittal for, for Coastal was December like 17th yeah. of 2016. Oh, we didn't even get to the part of like fucking permits, permit well, lapping. Yeah. Well, but what about that fucking proposal, dude? That's like a book. Look, it's all legit and shit. And it's like, oh, damn, <laughs> we, d- we don't even do no, that for like. I mean, our, we were still kind of fresh. Like fresh from like we still had like school. this whole school mentality, yeah. So we presented this shit legit like a fucking school presentation, for, like for free. Exploded axons of the floor. The client was just like, "What the fuck is this, dude?" Like <laughs> materials, <laughs> all color color coded, you know. <laughs> but yeah, dude, that's a long time ago. This is, I mean, it'll be what's that's four years this summer. Yeah. You think you think he probably yeah. like looked at it, just like trash. <laughs> so that's four. It'll be four years this summer when we initially had like conceived the idea of like potentially taking on this project. And by the time it's built, it's going to be at least six years. Yeah. But in our defense, That's the actual like, like process of, the, 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 you know, the design in the actual building. Yeah. From design to like three years. Yeah. About three years. So like permit, like, yeah. It's which, which is another topic, but we got paid 
once a year just to give you an idea because that's how long it would take to close a fucking cycle yeah that's crazy man yeah but oh dude yeah but anyways going back continue on with the story before we got to the right now it's all fun and fun and games because like they're they actually pulled the building permit it's it's under construction but so after the whole everything was approved and, and and um and we were dealing now that we were in the grading permit phase and we're fighting to make this fucking wall work Right, going back to the story of the you know making the whole fucking retaining wall, fucking retaining wall work. Um, so now we were racing against the clock. Oh, this is yeah. mistake number three. <laughs> that's four, dude. Mistake <laughs> number four. No, I, I feel like I said two earlier, right? Mistake number two. No, was, the third one was the was the uh, see was one two. No, it's just four. Fine, the <laughs> concurrent submittal, dude. Because oh yeah, that was once bad, we did dude. the concurrent submittal in our head, we were gonna fucking bang through coastal. Boom, concurrent submittal was going to save us time. So what happened was that should never happen because delays from the civil guy, delays from the fucking, uh, the new retaining wall, delays from making the retaining wall work in the actual grading permit. Um, so the permit was going to lapse. So this, we were already on a second extension, dude. Like a year and a half had passed since the building permit was approved. The building permit was already done, dude. But <laughs> but coastal was still going. Like they were still. This is all oh, just grading. the wall. This, this is, all, is grading. Yeah, well, grading. Yeah, grading was still going on. Coastal, and like, just approved. just on the wall issue. That was it. Like that was the only thing pending the fucking wall. And um, so yeah, so we're like now we're saying okay, fuck. Now we're playing this game of like okay, well, fuck it. Like if we get this resolved and 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 we we get the contractors on point, they can tear the shit down, yeah. build the wall. Um. And then, you know, they get the, the and then Carlsbad has this weird thing where like you, when you have a grading permit, you first have to finish grading and get your PAD certification before they release the building permit. Yeah. Mm. So we were fighting against us. Like we're saying, OK, if the contractors build that shit in, in two to three weeks, it's reasonable. Uh, another week for paperwork. And then, boom, they have the building permit. They could have that shit, the building permit in November, dude. So it was getting closer and close. But mind you, at this point, I was already super sketched out with the clients. So I was always like, dude, like this is this is a fucking magic date. You yeah. know, November. What was it like? November 9th. Yeah. It's <laughs> like November 9th, dude. November 9th. November 9th. And, the, and then so and then we needed this is another thing about not knowing things. So we didn't know that for grading, you need a bond. You need yeah, a bond. I was just thinking about that. Wasn't there a. Yeah. Delay. A delay yeah. there. With so now now I have to come to the client with like. Bro, you need a hundred. You need a hundred and fifteen thousand dollar bond <laughs> to do your grading and your right of way work. You know, which is another thing that like now we know. So now we know yeah. those questions to ask, but we didn't know. So we're now I'm coming to him fresh with like, oh, by the way, here's your bond paperwork. We need a hundred and fifteen thousand dollars to get this permit approved. And he took about three months just to make that decision because he, he had the cash. He he could have done. Originally, like, well, we'll just do cash. Yeah. And it's done and done. And then, so then, but then he wanted to do a, a, a surety bond or whatever, yeah. which is essentially like a loan from like a company. Yeah. And then they bond it for you. And yeah, it's you this convoluted deposit, shit. Yeah. Then you pay like interest on it for the length of the bond. And he, as he was doing all that paperwork, he's like, oh, this is taking too long. After three months, he's like, let's just do cash. So we could have done cash. Had we done that, this is what, this is fucked up. It's like with every, like with every unknown or with every mistake, there's always like, have we done this? Yeah. So had he just done cash from the very beginning, like we would have been able to pull the permit under that building code. Not only that, but the reason why we were fighting against the, the building permit lapsing is that we submitted in December for the sole purpose of avoiding <laughs> the new code change. <laughs> yeah. 
you know? Which by, the, which by now has gone to like two changes already. <laughs> so it's like, we didn't avoid shit. Because yeah. like, we, <laughs> <laughs> we had to redo it. And we yeah, re- so I, I, oh, the, to make the long story short, the permit lapsed. Uh, so we had to resubmit. Um, so then there was obviously additional charges for the structural engineer, uh, MEP, uh, and all these other people uh, to resubmit with, with the new code standards, you know? Um, so yeah. we, we did that twice. I do, you know, it's with every print. I mean, you're talking about an 80 page set. So with every print too, it's almost like 700 bucks yeah. that I'm like, you know, like, Oh, by the way, here's, I need my reimbursement for 700 bucks, you know, like, and things like that kind of going back to a way earlier question about the client and, and kind of just communication. It's like, that's what kind of killed me. Just continuously just giving them more charges that mm. should have not existed at all. You know, had, had again, had we not even submitted, you know, even even okay first of all not contracting the consultants would have saved money that's one second secondly yeah second like like, have we just said okay fuck it like let's just pay the consultants to to um to do the updates or let's just say like fuck it the consultants were done let's just pay them now for the code change and like resubmit they were still had the permit you know with, with that updated code um so all of those little, all, all of those things were kind of like what, what was like essentially like eating me up inside because that's, it's at the end of the day, it's very unprofessional because, uh, you know, um, but those are just, I feel or growing pains. Like, like if you don't do it, which goes to another thing of like, like ignorance for us was bliss. Had we known everything so that we, we know or like that we learned from this project beforehand, we would have been like, nah, we can't do this project. Yeah, we probably wouldn't, wouldn't have picked it and up. And now we did it. We got fucking beat up. Like, yeah. like bad. Like we got beat the fuck up, dude. I'm not even like, like it's it's like you know you guys seen the Punisher, right? Yeah. Like you always was like, how the fuck is this guy like, getting beat up so much? And like just like bruise after bruise, and then he gets beat up again the next day, like gnarly. Like dude, that's gotta hurt. Like getting hit again on that same bruise. That's how I felt like through this whole process. That's how it was, dude. It was just like getting like constantly like beat. Like we started out strong. It's like fuck yeah, like you know zoning's less stringent, blah blah blah, and yeah. then. After uh, every from the retain, like uh, we got a little beat up in that point, but then when the retaining wall came into play, that's when we just like we were constantly getting beat up all for like two years, like nonstop, just getting hit <laughs> on the same spot over and over again. <laughs> yeah. So what's like turning the leaf? You know, like what's like the benefit of all this? Because I'm a big believer of like you know iron sharpens iron, oh, like that. Dude, you I know mean, the. Like, just the value, the value yeah, of the lesson, you know, yeah, that you learn going through hard things. Actually, for sure. It's, like I mean, it builds you up. Yeah, you know? definitely. Like just you know, like he's like Hector saying, just just getting beat up so much. Like you understand that you know, I've never pulled a trigger so quick for you know for things. Like you have to understand the process. For me, that's the biggest lesson. Like understand that, it. That, like, that's that's fucking key right there. Understanding the process. Understand dude. the process. Like just don't like. You know, like if, if you know that you need to go to coastal, you need to go through certain things, like don't like, you know, bring consultants right away. Don't like mm-hmm. create your CDs right away. Like give right. it time, give it time to breathe. You know, like we were so excited to just get it done that we just like, OK, we'll just fucking get it done. And like we're yeah. going to submit and we're going to respond. Like, we, thought, dude, we, thought, we thought we were being clever, like, oh, like, you know, right. is going to go smooth, which, you know, at the end of the day, this is another thing, too. Like we were kind of um, work at the at the mercy or grace of. uh uh, of what the city was informing us, which, yeah, sure, the city can only inform you so much, but at the end of the day, like, you have to know, like, 
your fucking your zoning ordinance. You have to know what's required on your own, you know. And like if the city says like, oh, like, you, you know, you need to do it this way or like you need this or you need that. That's fine. Like, for example, you know, through the coastal process, then it turns out that we needed a noise study mid review. And, and the thing about that's like, OK, it's not so much that it sucks that we need a noise study. What sucks is that we're going to submit that noise and it's going to be reviewed for the first time after two, right. two cycles of review already. Yeah. So now you're creating another potential cycle of review when if you just submit that at the front end, you know, you're good, which is, again, it's one of those things where like, oh, like you pay attention to where the, now you know where the no- noise corridors potentially be and then you kind of just, and it's just about knowing up front and, and being able mm-hmm. to tell, you know, the client or, or just yourself, like, okay, let's make a list of potential things that could go, like questions that we could ask, you know, and I know, like, from, I don't know, I guess, I guess it's very, like, practical shit, but, I, like, I was telling Miguel, and then through the whole process, like, in the beginning, you, like, you're kind of, you're at your uh, your element, you know, you're, like, you're designing, you're getting the building, and then, and then after that, which that part is maybe two to three months long, after that is just grunt work. Like, you, the excitement of this new project and this design begins to fade more and more well, and more like towards a, the end where now you're just like well fuck it like we need to make, change this let's do it so that we can just get it done and move 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 on with our lives it right becomes, it's it also a work. totally different like skill set and mindset yeah. and everything it's like a, it's it's like two j- different jobs almost. yeah yeah it definitely it, it really is you know and then you know not to mention like the effect that it has and you know i can imagine hector and his family life i mean i don't have a family but uh, i mean just killing my personal time, you know, like you want to do other shit, you know, (laughs) you want to do like your passion projects. You want to, you know, go out, you know, I mean, at the time I I had a, um, a girlfriend, I mean, relationships, you know, like just, yeah, it's detrimental, dude. It it kills you, you know, because like, you're always like on the computer or like, you know, handling calls or like, and anybody who's like in the industry and is working, you know, that sometimes like a simple question is, it's not that simple sometimes because like, again, we're going back to like, you have, you know, um, five people involved on this one single issue so that if you if you move one piece here, you know, and it fixes it for you, it fucks it up for three other consultants. And then, you know, two of you guys are on board and then you have to like come up with this, you know, cohesive solution that everybody's on board. And that's what makes it hard because you can't it's not as simple as saying, well, you know, make this work. It's that's not how it works. Landscape will fix it, and then the civil guy will tell you, like, well, we need, you know, this much, and then that plant can't grow there, or whatever the issue may be. And now, so now you're saying, and like, and in my case, like, I would wake up in the middle of the night, and 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 I, I would be like, like, I should be working right now, like, I should be working to like, like, resolve this because another thing that was eating me alive too was that we had promised this this building permit by a certain date, mm-hmm. and the client had tenants in the house, you know, and you're talking about twenty five, twenty six hundred dollars worth of rent that essentially um yeah. so yeah so and even though i told the clients like i told them it's like the the way it's going right now after the retainer because we were pretty much ready to like sail through grading or uh, you know and then the we're coastal the, really yeah. and then grading but the wall like i was <laughs> like dude the way this wall thing is going which turned out to be true i was like looks like it's gonna delay the project significantly right. because we have to get a hold of like the owners on the real property I was like, maybe it's a better idea not to kick your tenants out just yet. This was in June of like 2017. Yeah. Um, and he had right, already, June of 2017. And he had and already like, get them out. He's like, no, like, you know, like, I feel like if they don't get out, like, I'll never be able to get them out. So it's it's now 2019. The building is just now under construction. So he lost yeah. all of that rent. 
you know, like how do you think like that you're... makes me feel as a as an architect yeah. making the you know your the client, client yeah. lose what thirty thirty five thousand dollars in rent of potential rent, you know? Yeah, I mean, you always want the best for your clients. So, like, that's just another learning thing, you know, like the potential project that we. Yeah. And that, that we was get. the one time that he did say something yeah. about being. That's the one time that he did show his, like, frustration, mm-hmm. or he was just like, like, you know, like, we were supposed to have a permit, like, yeah. three months ago, you know, right. or, or no. At this point, it was already, it had already been, like, seven months, right? Yeah. Like, we were supposed to have this permit, like, seven months ago. Like, I haven't had rent. Yeah. It's like, what do you say at that point? I mean, I was like, yeah, like, you know, yeah. I ended up, like, you know, essentially reducing my fee at the back end of whatever was left. Yeah. Um, because, I, dude, I, I literally got sick. Like, I got sick. Like, I didn't get sick in the sense that, like, I was actually had, like, a, like a virus or a flu, but my body shut down. I literally like called yeah. out of work for three days. Cause I could not like wake up. I didn't have the energy. Like that's how much it affected me. Like that, that scenario uh-huh. of like, I've made my client lose all of this that's... money on, on the whim of that. I thought that I could have deliver something at a certain amount of time. And because I didn't know enough about what Miguel was saying, the process, you know, cause everything that I've dealt with was, uh, you know, on further, you know, ahead of that, because again, going back to, if you're working for somebody else, yeah. They they are kind of aware of all of this stuff, and you're kind yeah. of just following commands, you know. Yeah, and we never and we never know how you know like how the principal gets it from the clients, you know. You, like you experience that. Uh, I mean, I experienced it like you know firsthand when you know when he kind of like. I, I feel like you know like our relationship was more like you know. Which was funny because the one the one time <laughs> that I sent Miguel to actually go pick up because it it was a billing cycle. Was so far it's worked out that we built yeah. on January the first, essentially like, you know, the first month of the year, uh-huh. and I couldn't make it for whatever reason. I was like, yeah, dude, just can you go and like pick up, you know, our our our, our check. Mm-hmm. And the, the one time that this guy fucking actually shows his face <laughs> is the one time that he was like disgruntled with us, you know. Yeah, I just feel like you know, like between the two of us, like I, I feel like people can be more like straight with me or like more honest or for some reason I don't know. Um, well, because Hector is like you know like a likable guy, and like he, we would show up with a client, be like a party, woo woo, you know, like <laughs> over here, over there, you know. But then I show up alone, and all these fucking issues, like, well, you know, like this and that. I'm like, fuck, man, like you know, like I don't I know see what to tell you. Exactly. And it happened. It happened, you know, with the with the, with the lilac project, and with it. I mean, oh. I don't know. It's just like I always get the fucking shit. And you're the, the bad cop, dude. I <laughs> am, dude. I am, and I mean, and I'm okay with that but i'm like the cleaner how to fucking you know go in there and like just fucking <laughs> clean shit up yeah but so in, in a nutshell i mean and, and the thing is it's like we're still at a question mark because now we're going into construction so this is like part one you know and then now we'll see how part two goes which we already had like an initial i wouldn't say issue but going back to the wall so, so we got the grading permit grading started and when they were building the wall mm-hmm. it turns out that the neighbor's footing was encroaching into our property line and then so we had to go back to them about yeah. all these all, all these new solutions about like they're like we'll fucking tear down the wall like dude, we're not gonna tear down the fucking wall we just got like yeah. a wall approved you know like yeah but somehow that the, the, the contractors they, they which i'm work. always skeptical because uh, i mean should i even it's not like they're ever gonna listen to this podcast right <laughs> they're, they're not real contractors they're, they're just people that have been building their whole lives and um somehow they they made it work they like they got the inspector to agree to shave down their footing and they build it i, I don't give a fuck it, the wall is there it's done and it works <laughs> and, and it works yeah. nothing got damaged 
uh, we count our blessings, and now we're just ready to move forward with with uh, the actual erection of the building. Are, are the those building. the same contractors that are going to build the building? Yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's another. Well, that's another thing too. Like knowing that, like we're gonna, we're going to have to be very involved during the construction process, even mm. though we most likely should not be. <laughs> but I feel like if we're not, like shit's just gonna it's like gonna go, go haywire. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's like. Baby. Yeah. The more that I work, you know, the more that I've like worked at an office and stuff, that's fascinating to me. The con the role of the contractor. Because it's yeah. like this person's just like taking some drawings and then making a thing right. in real life. Like how how does that work? Well, I mean it's like, like the same even... it's like the same thing where you get like IKEA furniture. It comes with instructions and you just God. that's why our job is to make it clear you know i mean that's yeah. a, that's a uh, that's a way to really like simplify it but because <laughs> there's just so much going on but there's because, yeah, again there's as, so as, many, like now like so many things going now on. knowing like honest like the more like it's almost like if you if you take like you know hector and i'm not referring to myself in the third person <laughs> from first year architecture student to like hector now like i would say with every year of experience and with every you know anecdote or thing that has happened to me i just realized like this is a team effort, man. And like oh, everybody yeah. is like every credit where credit's due, yeah, man. Cause like for sure. For a, as sure, a contractor, man. you also have to be able to anticipate shit. Like you have to be able to see like, hey, you know, you guys are having mechanical here. It's gonna you know fuck up your detail that you're calling out right here as with your drops and this and that. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and that's a good contractor. Yeah. You know, a bad one, you just show up to the site and then like, shit's what? all fucked up. Yeah. You know what I we, mean? We had to do this. Yeah, yeah we, there's, like, there was no other way around it. Like, yeah. this, this is, it is what it is, you know? And a good contractor will be able to foresee that. And I feel that as a good architect, you should also be able to foresee potential issues mm -hmm. on the onset of a design, everything from discretionary permits all the way through actually getting permitted, you know? And at the end of the day, too, like, I feel like it's one of those almost like the Eames, you know, film. Yeah. Uh, Power of tens, where like, we're we're I'm, we're talking about all of this this whole conversations, you know, you know what, like an hour and a half so far. I don't know, and, and that's just one one little fucking like grain of, of sand on the big picture of every of the whole process, you know. Yeah, for like sure. we didn't even talk about like we went through when we were ex initially designing it, and like all of that. That's like this is just one very specific aspect of like the drawings from just the, the day that we submitted to coastal to the yeah. day we pulled mm -hmm. the permit you know and so yeah uh, well, and i feel like not to like cut you off or anything but i feel like that's because that's that's where like the most amount of learning happened yeah pro probably right for you guys because yeah. probably right. the I, I, design yeah. and stuff you it's like the test ground like once you actually yeah. like when like when when you're dealing when somebody's looking at the real world uh parameters of of this building yeah that, that's where you definitely learn the most because you go okay so i was designing this thing in my head yeah. we put it in paper and now we like we're trying to get it built yeah and then th these are all the issues that you know we couldn't foresee beforehand yeah i mean um, i always i always say that anybody can design you know like if you go through architecture school like i mean you can become a good designer or whatnot but you know what makes a good architect is about like knowing these things you know like i honestly like i feel like i i, I couldn't do it by myself like I would, I need somebody, you know, like Hector, because Hector's so like obsessive in a way that he'll like, you know, he'll he'll look at, you know, he'll get a project and he'll try to like learn as much as he can about like you know the process, and because of those same experiences that we've had, um, just looking at like what could go wrong because he's such a pessimist, like just looking at like what could like 
you know, potentially like kill our shit. Like uh-huh. everything that would be like destroying our project, he would like find out. And I think that's a good trade to have. I mean, I'm more like, oh, uh, you know, like it, it's going to be fine. You know, it's going to be fine. But then which I also need that balance <laughs> from yeah. him because I also need somebody to like kind of like reassure me, you know, because I'm yeah. always for me, there's always uns- like there's always a, an unsettling level of uncertainty where like even though I know that I know. Yeah. I feel like I might be missing some major piece of right. the puzzle, which I know that one day it's going to happen. I know that I'm going to feel confident of something and then yeah. some shit just going to like, you know, sideline yeah. side me and, and, and then I'm going to start from from zero again on my on my confidence level. But and because of that, because of that kind of trait that I have, I, I I'm very like obsessive and, and, and about like just, you know, figuring out. And I don't I don't try to be sometimes like, you know, like like I was telling you sometimes like. I'll remember shit like specifically to the point decimals <laughs> of like the lot size of a survey <laughs> square foot of why I don't know, dude, you know, so I, the, dude, I just picked up my daughter's medication the other day. I couldn't remember her birthday. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you, you ask me what the survey is for an X project. I'd be like, Oh, dude, it's 5,449.27 <laughs> square feet. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I mean, you guys, in that sense, you guys make a good team, right? Because you like balance. Oh, I mean, we I totally, balance each I totally other need out. this guy. Kind of. Well, I, I mean, can't. it's 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 weird because like when we set out to do this, like I I thought I was gonna be in a different role, you know. Like I thought I was gonna be in the background, kind of like the workhorse kind of thing, you know. But see, the thing is that I'm misunderstood. Like this guy has always called me like a social butterfly, <laughs> but in reality, I'm very like in, in in like a shell, and it's funny because I'm very antisocial, you know. And I'm very introverted, but my introversion, like as a result, when I get nervous, I, I actually become very like talkative, you know, and like try to kind of essentially like not give the other person a chance to really like, you know, and it's all about me. But in reality, that's almost like it's, it's weird because that's it's like a my, defense mechanism. Right. It's almost like my nervous tick that I actually which, become very like <laughs> extroverted, which, which I'm ne- not, which I know? never understood because like which he, now he, he gets it now, though. You, I mean, I totally know. get it. Yeah. Like but, I can't dude, I cannot make a phone call for the life of me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't like which i never got that because he would like sit in front of people and like play guitar you know like in front of a crowd that's like i could mm-hmm. never do that and like sing in front of like yeah, dude. at I'm least like i'm the kind of guy, guy where like it's a weird thing because it's it's crazy yeah it's i have a similar thing where like you know i tend to be quiet and stuff but when it came to at least in school when like giving presentations and stuff i kind of rose to the occasion and i just did what i had to do i didn't really think about like oh what is this person gonna think or you know yeah. Yeah, kinda, well, that's another thing that i tell my I just wife too like sort of pretend like if you, know, you corner me acted like if a, you corner <laughs> me and i have no other <laughs> option like a dog I, I will do it you know for example like for work like i'm i'm cornered in the sense that like i'm getting paid to do yeah what's being asked of me um you put me in that same situation on my own terms it would never get done you know you to put it out like I I paid like thirty dollars a month for three years once because I was too scared to call <laughs> and cancel a service that I no longer needed for the past three years. Like that's 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 who I am. Yeah. And which is funny because I think it just shocked him not too long ago that I feel like that's when he like finally realized that that's that's who I am. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, no, yeah, totally. Like I never understood. I thought you were like you know just like a super social, which I'm not really social either. But I understand people. And I just really understand that at the end of the day, like there are people behind making decisions, you know, like when I was young, I always used to think, you know, you go to the DMV or like you go to like a place and it's like, 
it's just like entity of like you know like a thing mm-hmm. but at the end of the day it's just like you're just talking to people you just have oh, to yeah. like yeah. you just have to like make people understand and like going through a project or anything like you just have to talk to people like uh, you're gonna go and like the engineer the you know planner whatever it's gonna be a person you just mm-hmm. have to you know talk to like another human being and uh I, I feel like we don't learn that in school that much you know <laughs> like like we just get so caught up and just like you know in our own projects and like just get lost in drawings and like we don't have that sort of communication with like other people and and people who are gonna be sort of approving your work or you know like i gonna have a big influence in your if your stuff gets built or not well i feel like that's almost like a life thing in general yeah. right because no, exactly. most of the time it's like you're either telling somebody what to do if you're, you know, if yep. you're a customer for like mm-hmm. a restaurant or something yeah. or you're being told what to do. Mm-hmm. But we almost never have this sort of like, oh, like, what do you, here's this. What do you think? And a dialogue, a dialogue, a sort of interaction between, you know, two different people that yeah. have different, um, just what would you call them? Like. Because, you know, like you guys want to get the project done. The yeah. the person at the city has a job to do. Yeah. You know, usually that's what they it's like, oh, it's my job. I can't, you know, but it's it's where those two things meet. Basically, that's right. where. Well, I do got to say that like where, where, where it becomes zero. That yeah. I always see it as a graph or like, you know, you know, like in, in geometry or yeah. in trigonometry. Yeah, it's you like, know, everything, it's it's like everything's like, uh, either one. Like one, negative one, or zero, right? And it's like it's where where it be, it's, it's neutral. Like well, yeah, it's just like happy. Yeah, yeah. You have to get to that level though, because I, I gotta say that there is something very like intimidating about approaching somebody about anything, really. You know, like just that experience I just had at work about reaching out to somebody on the East Coast about a historic project that mm-hmm. you know, like, <laughs> and I kind of had to like <laughs> lie, lie my ass. <laughs> And it's like very like, you know, these people are busy. They got some shit going on and you just like show up, you know, with with with, you know, asking for something essentially. Mm -hmm. And you have to be good at explaining like why you want this information or like why you want this. And like to get to that level, you know, like kind of like what Hector's saying, the zero. Like, yeah, because you're just like you kind of think about it. You just you're just kind of appearing in yeah, somebody else's sphere of exactly like these are things that are going on and then like oh shit there's this this is random, random mass person, person just, just showing up and asking me well that's what i'm saying that it's like a it's a degree it's a level of like just being comfortable yeah you know because i feel like for example with you guys i'm comfortable so then yeah. I, I mean i'm not saying that I'm, I'm a great speaker but i feel like i can articulate yeah, ideas and i can sure. talk to you guys fluently um, but when you present me with a, a situation where it's like, you know, for example, like the other day I went to go get my guitars in for a, my annual like tune up or mm-hmm. whatever. And then for some reason, I just get so nervous that I'm in this new setting where it's not my element yeah. anymore, even though it kind of is, you know, mm-hmm. but then now you're talking to like, you know, the architect of the musical instrument that I get intimidated. And then now I'm thinking about everything that I'm going to say, which in turn comes out as a, a long delay and long pauses you know, which the guys are looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? You know, <laughs> and, and I think like in general, like when it comes to what we do, like you have to reach a level of knowledge and just being comfortable and being able to, you know, say with assertiveness. Yeah. Like, no, this is what it is. And, mm-hmm. and this is why, you know, and being able to, you know, not just, you know, like um, like some people that I, yeah. that I know that always, you know, like, well, well let me get back to you and, and l- let me check up on it. 
that just shows lack of like knowledge you know yeah. like you should have enough knowledge i, I feel like i'm going off basis here but uh, <laughs> no you it's know fine. like you, like just i guess we're talking about just level of conversation yeah, yeah. yeah we're we're talking you know no uh, i totally agree and <clears throat> i do have to say that are we still that, in case study mode or is this <laughs> yeah we'll go, we'll go <laughs> back to that, but, yeah. but but it's almost like for me it was uh, uh working with this guy sort of helped me a lot getting out of my comfort zone because that's what that's what i'm i'm afraid of you know sounding like an idiot like i think everybody is that's you know like fear, dude. yeah like something stupid or something and and just not knowing it's, what the hell you're yeah, talking it's, about it's a weird I, well, thing that's because, because like, i feel like going to architecture school i feel like <laughs> being an architect and just being a designer comes with a degree of um i guess prestige and knowledge that yeah. when you don't live up to that and when you can't um just articulate or, or express an idea i feel like that speaks poorly to the expectation of what you should be able to do yep and i felt like like if we, <laughs> and I felt, and what? I, what? <laughs> yeah and i felt like you know just working with him i, I was just gonna kind of like hide away and just like let him take the you know the, but you know it didn't happen so it was like you know i have to accept like i had like it, it's step almost up. like i was yeah it's almost like i was cornered and i was like fuck it you know like i have to that's step true because that i know that one of your questions on that thing was you know how did we delegate and it kind of relates to that too yeah, the roles. how did we delegate the roles and in the beginning we thought it was going to be 50 50 that like you know if if you know we needed to create 10 drawings i would do five and he yeah. would do five which mm -hmm. turned out to be a disaster <laughs> it's a horrible system we didn't know any better <clears throat> Um, because then I was dependent on him completing something. And if it didn't happen, then we didn't have a set. Um, and then, so now move, you know, you fast forward a couple of years now, and then it's, 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 it's more like either somebody handles the CDs and somebody handles all the administrative shit, which in my opinion, like I, again, I feel like if you're in the role of just doing CDs, you would say like, Oh, that's unfair, <laughs> but it's really not. Dude, delegating takes a lot of time and a lot of, uh, uh, finesse with talking to other people, which I cannot yeah. do. I can do like, I mean, again, it's, 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 it's such a weird dynamic, but so the way we do it now and actually moving forward, like Miguel's going to take a bigger role in the company with future projects. Um, but like what he does in my eyes is like equal or more than what I do for the project. And it's know? also like, it's, it's important. Also, yeah. It's, it's also it's case important. by case. Yeah. It's also case by project per project, you know, like it could be like, you know, he does CDs for one project and then uh, depending on the client or, or, you know, like, you know, coordination is really important, like talking to the city, talking to the client and all that. Or it could be just like we both like bang it out too, you know, in smaller yeah. projects or whatever. It just, it, it just depends on what yeah, it so is. This, this la for example, this last project, um, uh, like I, I'm going to step back a little bit and he's going to take over. But this last project that we did is a, it's a tattoo parlor in East village. Mm -hmm. So his role was essentially to get the CD set ready, you know, and my, my contribution to that was just overseeing it and maybe doing a, a you know, maybe like the detail page. Um, so it's not like set in stone. It's like, he says like, it's project by project kind of, yeah. it's like, okay, what, what, like at this point of my life for, you know, my personal reasons, like what can I do? To contribute to this project and, and still make it move forward and i think it's worked so far but that yeah the initial setup did not work because i feel like we got into a couple arguments about yeah. do you not producing like yeah. you know but when it's clear and it's also and i also don't like it when like i have to tell him what to do because he's not my employee yeah you know so 
and it's also it's also like a way of like for example Hector like works different and like uh, he works really fast and efficient. Um, like he would probably waste. Would more you ask time. anybody of my instructors would like you know would uh, disagree with that comment? But it's, it's, that's a whole but, different a, not, a whole different conversation. <laughs> but for, like in my eyes, like he would probably be wasting more time telling me like you do like do this and like explaining to me than him like doing it like it take him like five minutes to do it as opposed to him like sitting on the phone talking for like 15, 20 minutes telling me what to do and then I do it wrong or I do fucking something that it's not you know like my you know because yeah, we all like work I, different I, yeah i feel like with the with this last project and and moving forward i feel like we finally reached like like uh um it's almost like an understanding yeah of how like, like we're, we're like in sync like it, it's beginning to work you know yeah but the first <laughs> but i think that's that's cool because i feel like it, it's it only came about because you went through all of these things, right? But yeah, like, it's like... Because if like, not, you would have probably still gone through the same shit. Of well, like, I mean... Oh, it's, what are you going to do this week? Or like, hey, can you help me yeah. out with this? And now there's like a clearer understanding yeah, it, of like where each of you guys... I mean, at the end of the day, it's a relationship. It's yeah. like if like if you had a girlfriend. Example, yeah, like, yeah, like with, <laughs> with, the, with the tattoo shop, I'm like, okay, like, yeah, just let me know when you're going to finish this because uh-huh. depending on when you finish that, then I can do like yeah. my part. Right. You know, which, you know, that happens. It's done. It's like, okay, like, it's all about setting timelines and deadlines. I mean, deadlines are still crucial in all yeah. of this shit, you know? Yeah, it's like when you when you have a relationship, it's like you, you get more comfortable as time goes on, you know? Like, you know, at the beginning of the relationship, you don't want to, like, take off your shirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then when bro, bro, bro. <laughs> Dana has never seen me naked, man. <laughs> Three years in, you're We've walking together, ten, like, 11 years now. <laughs> Three years in, you're walking around your boxers and fucking belly hanging out, just like. But you know, like you just have to get comfortable with that person, and yeah. you know, like we've had a relationship for like I don't know what. Like that was years. one of the things that you were saying something about like, um, I don't like to sound stupid or you know, yeah. like, and I feel like because I, I have that same thing, but not when it comes to like you guys you know like yeah when we're at the office just on our own i'll ask the dumb questions you know like oh do you guys you're comfortable yeah because i'm comfortable because i like i, I don't want to like have that like, a like, underst- like we're all like in it together right like, if exactly. you're gonna sound stupid it sounds stupid around us and it feels so like that, so that we can correct each other you yeah. know they always say that what you're like you're essentially like a, a reflection of like your five closest friends yeah so if you're uh, hanging yeah. out with five idiots you're gonna be <laughs> five you know <laughs> And I also five feel the power of five. And I, and I also feel like we're almost, you know, we're basically at the same level, you know, mm-hmm. because it is a little intimidating. Like when we have, you know, when we have Catherine on here or Jose in here, like it's a little bit more uncomfortable, uh, you know, like being so like open. Yeah, you're trying to be more proper. And, yeah, when well, you're trying like, to be more proper, you're trying to like be more knowledgeable, you yeah. know, at least. Right. And I, I think that's again going back to like once you reach a level of comfort amongst those people i feel like that's when you can truly like express and i think it's about honesty too like yeah. if you're honest and you speak what you believe like mm-hmm. you're fine you'll be fine yeah. you know unless you believe in but something yeah, like stupid when you're dealing, yeah but that's another like you know like a stigma of like when you're talking to like a professor or like yeah a dean you're just like oh shit like these people are very knowledgeable yeah but yeah. at the end, yeah. end of the day they're yeah. just people yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and for example like if i was to talk to Catherine about experiences of like doing a project i i bet you that we can get into now it you're at, to the yeah. meat like yeah. because yeah. we you know you've lived it you've done it like yeah exactly yeah. for sure yeah it's 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 a whole different experience now 
because you kind of live it. When you're in school, you're kind of like you're in your shell and you're intimidated because yeah, you well, haven't lived through anything, really. Yeah, yeah definitely. Like, <clears throat> just to kind of speak on that a little bit, like I remember going back to school after graduating, after, you know, like a few years, and you kind of just look at your professors even differently now, you know, being out. And they, I think they also look at you differently, too, just because they know that you're, you know, you're you're out there in the field or doing, you know, whatever. And, yeah, now it, it gets to the point where, like, now you're just another colleague. You right. know, you're just kind of, like, in in the same field of... Right, which to me, like, I mean, kind of going back a little bit, too, um, for the listeners that have been listening you know, previous podcasts, like I always ask, you know, our guests, you know, like what keeps you up at night? You know, like is the struggle still real? And the reason why I ask those questions because it happens to you because of this particular case study, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you go from being a student, you go from working for somebody and then you go like, shit, I can probably do this on my own. And then you're lucky enough to get a commission and you do it. And then you're like, holy shit, like one, am I either this much of a fuck up? Or does everybody kind of go through this growing pains? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. people don't talk about it. Like, people yeah, don't exactly. go out there. Like, do you think people out there are saying, like, oh, dude, I got so fucking beat up on this project? Yeah. No, dude. But we're, we're saying it because yeah. we want people to feel comfortable so that we can all talk about it and yeah. create a, another level of knowledge. Like, a, you know yeah. what I mean? And resources. Yeah. yeah. Like, tell yeah. me what you've learned from your past projects, like rough projects. N- not when you figured it out. Like, tell me about when you didn't know. You yeah. know, no, tell me sure. what you learned from that. And like, and yeah. I feel like that, that knowledge base is, is way, way more valuable than, than the knowledge base that comes when you actually figure it out. Yeah. You know, because everybody, everybody, what's like, you know, everybody learns from, from the, the mistakes. Like, yeah. you know, even if you take it and I hate to fucking be so practical cause I'm, I'm totally into like, you know, theory <laughs> and like philosophy, but, but yeah, like, uh, e- even like, you learn the most when you get your fucking comments from the city, like the red lines. Cause then you, yeah, you begin to question yourself. Yep. Like why, yeah. why do we have to do this? And then you research a little bit and then you understand. Yeah. And then that kind of goes into the next, the next design that's, and so on and so on. That's where I learned the most of my last, uh, you know, when I first started architecture, pretty much from comments from the city. Cause yeah, it makes your research stuff and question you like, why, why are we doing this? And the, the, that's the most beneficial to me. And uh, uh, somebody who's like starting out doing a uh, uh, responding comments from the city, it's, it's super beneficial. Like I say, though, I, I do appreciate like, um, like John talking about John Shannon or last guest mm-hmm. yeah. talking about his failures and his company. Oh, yeah. That was that was really I appreciate honesty and, and kind of how that's shaping his company. That's really good. Like you're saying, no, well, that's what I'm saying. Like honesty is key. Like if you're not if you're not honest, like. I mean, and one of the reasons, and I think we could all agree that this podcast is is ongoing, is because it, it's about this, right? It's about you know questions that people are scared to one ask, yeah, or people yeah. Are, like you want to ask somebody, uh, um, and if you we're not honest, we're like doing a disservice. Like I want you to know that this project was rough on yeah. us. I want you to know that we took it on because we were ignorant as, <laughs> as far as as how much work yeah. it was going to take we were True. ignorant on how to charge True. we were ignorant on how to um divide the work divide the work we were work we were ignorant on many levels like the one thing that we knew was <laughs> i mean and and again again design like yeah we designed it i think it's good miguel thinks it's good but of course design is subjective yeah so people can make their own uh 
you know, come to their own conclusions on our design. Yeah. But, but I, th I think that anybody who comes onto this podcast, like we just expect honesty yeah. because that's when you're honest, that's, that's when the, the, uh, the knowledge, the real conversation. Yeah, exactly. That's when you're going to get the most out of it. You see a lot of like the finished products and the glamour and like, mm -hmm. especially right now in social media, you know, and in our field, all you see is like the, the good stuff and like the championing, the, right. like the winning, yeah, the money right. shots. Yeah, you know? cause if you, once you're like out of architecture school, you're like, you're a designer. Like everybody in a sense is a little bit of a designer by nature, because if you're a user of something, like, you know what you want out of X product yeah. or X space. And, and, um, shit, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> totally if you're a designer, huh? yeah, if you're a designer, you're you're a what designer you know what you want, you want that product, that space. But yeah, like, I mean, it's, 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 it's like nobody really talks about the struggle. I mean, I guess there are people talking about it, like struggling, but you know, just, oh yeah, that's where I was going with that. Sorry, just jumping in. Yeah. Like you were saying about your last guest, which I wasn't, I wasn't able to be here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, totally talking about the failures is, is, key because you need to know that like i mean you're that's not the only way to you learn yeah if your expectation yeah. is that you're gonna fucking go for a project and it's gonna be a hundred percent smooth that's you're living in a lie yeah and like you have to understand that you're gonna get beat up and the more you get beat up the thicker your skin gets the wider your knowledge base gets. Yeah. you know you you want to be what, what's that saying or like um you don't just want to be like you know like when you're not, you don't want your knowledge to be like an inch deep, but like miles long. You want it to be like 10 miles deep and miles <laughs> wide, you know? Never heard that. You've always never listened to David Doucette. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, David's my boy. He never, I never heard that though. Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, it's just like a saying from like the ARE's like, you know, like, you know, not like one yeah, inch, yeah, one yeah, inch yeah. deep, but miles like it's the inf the knowledge base is like narrow, but it's very wide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you want it to be deep and wide. <laughs> you know, like David is said the man. <laughs> he always <laughs> talks about you know the knowledge of the architect. How engineers know a little bit about, or a lot, a lot about, about one thing. A lot about one thing, and, and architects, architects know a lot about many things. Many things. Yeah. No, a little a bit little, about many bit, things. Yeah. David Doucette. Here we are. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> the the conversation about like failure, I think that's like very important because there's like it's not encouraged to fail. Of course not. In school, in by your parents, by I mean, look anybody, at nobody, participation nobody trophies, wants to fail. Yeah. I think it's just in general, man. <clears throat> like look and at like, like participation trophies. Like, yeah, it's just like just no, like I don't think that's okay. But that's how you learn. Like that's even if you're doing something as dumb as like the last few weeks, I've been going to the gym to play basketball, and I've just I've been like actually trying to learn new moves. Yeah, and it's so humbling because like I've been playing Dude, no, for a long time. I agree, and that's exactly. But there's actual moves out yeah. there that I've never done, and I look like an idiot trying yeah. to. I look like I've never touched the ball before. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's like it, it's it gets you thinking you know it's you're no, it, putting it, it, together it sparks out parts. like it sparks out like adrenaline again and like oh, yeah. you, you yeah, see yeah, yeah. it and you just like refresh you like remember why you love it yep you know and that's kind of what i go through with like yeah. with guitar like i mean i was, i mentioned this all the time like I'm a, I'm a guitar player and i've been playing for fuck dude i mean 20 years now 20 years yeah like 20 years now damn and and 
but you say, yeah, I go through these spurs where like 10 years of the same shit. And then the minute I try something new, like it's almost like the guitar becomes this new landscape mm -hmm. of like mm -hmm. unknown and opportunity. Yeah. And you're like, I've been playing like this for 10 years and then I learn like two new things and now like everything just changes and like, and everything's like new again and everything's and then, like fresh and everything's like, yeah. And then yeah. those new things that you just learned, they apply to what you already knew, but now you're looking at things differently because you just, because you push yourself, you know? Yeah. And I, yeah, I think something that you said that it's key, it's, it's like, um, like they, it makes you feel like an idiot. And for me, like that, that sort of like makes me angry. Just you know, as far like anything, you know, like it's just like anything. Like even if I can, um, like communicate something, you know, and I'm like, what, what am I saying? Like, am I really this stupid? Like, it kind of puts a fire in your belly, you know, like or 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 something like, you know, if you get assigned a task of. You know, like even something really stupid, you know, at work of, 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 uh, and I think it just goes of like labeling something right. or like designing a little, a little bedroom or like not thinking like about I proportions, you know, I like I think it just goes back to, again, honesty. I think if you're just honest and like, and people like, then you can engage because you're being honest, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. But when you try to beat around the bush, yeah, that's when you're just like, what are you trying to say then? Yeah, exactly. You know? When, when you're not up front with it, like if, Like now, now I'm more example, honest. Like like, you guys know that I'm not into like, I'm not really a pol like a, like a politician guy, mm -hmm. but you tell me about some political shit that's going on. Then I'll be like, Oh, what, what, what's that? Yeah. And then I can just give you my opinion of just whatever you're giving me. Yeah. But you just have to be honest. And if you're honest, I think the conversation can like bloom into something. Yeah. You're not pretending like, you know, or exactly. Like, or like, yeah. you just, yeah, it goes with everything, you know, it's just, you can't. Pretending like, like once you start pretending like you know, that's when you like go full circle into the fucking pit of that's when you really sound like an idiot, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I always had trouble like sounding confident because I I feel like I don't know enough <laughs> about things, you know? Like now I'm getting a little better, but that's why I uh, uh, I gravitated towards this guy because he sounded so confident <laughs> about, <laughs> about like during things. school. Right? Yeah, or during like, school, or, like just since I met him, you know, since I met. It's just like, damn, like this guy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> But the more I got to know them, it's like, it's that level of confidence, you know? You know, like, and you know, that came from like, I, and I, for the life of me, I can't remember when in my life it happened. <clears throat> But I do remember somebody telling me this, like, like no matter where you are in life or whatever it is that you're saying, whether it's true or a lie, like you have to say it and you believe it when you're saying it, Yeah. you know, and, and that's your truth. It's like, you'll be fine. Yeah, you know what? It's a true, and I can't. I'm almost. I mean, like, I guess the, told me that like that's good, and I, I kind of follow that. But then what what ends up happening is that people, when they're confronted by a different opinion or yeah. what they're confident about, um, the bad is when they just they're like, oh no, that you're wrong. I'm right. Yeah, and the better. No, and that's the when better you walk, is like that's okay, when you like walk let's away, let dude. me that's, examine that's what like, this guy that's like just that told one me. One meme, right? With like it's like the the, oh, the Homer Simpson meme where you just <laughs> no, no, no. The meme, the meme, the meme of like it's like a black little girl and a black little boy on a couch, and it's something along the lines of like, you know, when uh, I can't remember what it, it's something along the lines of being smart and stupid, but knowing when to like walk away, <laughs> and it's like. He's like, oh, when your homie is like, like dumbass, I can't remember, I don't know what, but it's, it's that same concept. And he's like, oh yeah, like one plus one equals four. 
you know and the, the little girl's like yeah 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 you're right <laughs> say, like you just know like i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna get into this right now <laughs> kind of like the whole like stealing wood is the same thing i'm like oh, i can't not today not today <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so, um, yeah, I, but like, I mean, no, I mean, I think that's important, like living your truth though. But I mean, for me, it's like living your truth. And a lot <laughs> of the times I like question my truth, my truth, you know, uh, because I don't know, like at the end of the day, I don't know shit. And I think that's fine. And I mean, it's just like that. I just gotta be more confident about my truth, you know, because like you're saying when somebody like challenged me on it, I'm like, Whoa, wait a minute. Maybe that person is Well, that's right. like, that's like me. Like I used to be scared that. Like I, I've I've uh, grown to love contradiction, and I've loved to grow on the fact that I might have said something or thought of like a, a a thing this of this way, and then I realized like oh shit no I was wrong instead of being stubborn and continue on that path yeah. you know, and yeah. then just like shift it shift it and then go with your new thing yeah you know and just continue to move. But I feel like so many people get stuck on get one stuck on being so afraid of like contradicting themselves. But I mean essentially that's the whole like philosophical way. Like if you and philosophy. You know, when you make a statement, right? Like your purpose becomes to like essentially disprove yourself. You know, like you go against that statement, and if you can't mm. prove yourself wrong with you just by being, you know, like playing your own devil's advocate, exactly. Then, then maybe you can grow it to something else. And I think people are get so afraid of like making, you know, I mean, if dude, if I can like plot how many times I've changed on what I believe in just architecture and mm -hmm. in this field, you know, like I used to think architecture was like, if you're going to be a theorist, you're a fucking theorist. Right. You know, now I'm like, okay, like I, I like theory, I like philosophy, but there's a time for that. And then there's a time for me to disconnect from that and be practical. Yeah. And there's a time for me to disconnect from practicality and just be, you know, yeah. just be about the profession. I mean, yeah, you get different applications. Of right. It. It's yeah. Just, it's just shifting gears. I mean, look at Rem, dude, like all his writing, like don't reflect what he practices really you know like most of the stuff he writes about doesn't 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 come like to live in his yeah, building for sure and like i guess this whole this whole kind of side sidebar thing that's going on is just kind of coming full circle on on just being able to say that we started somewhere with this carzer project there was a there were things that we were wrong on we reflected on them <laughs> we changed strategy yeah. we've learned uh, and, and here we are. We're gonna have our baby erected at any <laughs> a, any in the coming in the coming months. Coming year. So, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting too. It's gonna photograph well for Instagram. People nice. are gonna think we're doing shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's all you need. Dude. That's all you need. Nowadays, it's all you need. That's why I don't trust anybody on Instagram, dude. <laughs> like nobody's doing really that well, you know. It's like highlights, just all highlights. Yeah, yeah was well, it going back to like. Going back to the purpose of like this, this podcast, the I feel like, yeah. which especially with social media, like everybody like heightens their of shit. Course, of course. And like, I just want to, you know, say that it was rough, dude. The Crosser <laughs> project was fucking rough. Yeah. Like, I would not. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. Like, it was it was I rough mean, it was... on every on every level, on the practical level, on communicating with the client, costing the client money you know yeah sure that this was bigger than what our skill set you know at the time at yeah. the time mm. for sure like <laughs> there's just i i feel and it goes back to the whole like thing where like um just i guess 
just because you're, you know, like, you know, you're an architect that you are like somehow, you know, better than, is this that whole, like, yeah, I the mean, label, am, am, am the I label wrong to say that when you're going through this whole process, like you kind of are engraved the stigma of like architect is like this super prestigious, super smart person. And no, I mean, I think, I think it's, it's like the label doesn't like, automatically just give you. Yeah. Super no, I think, no, but I feel like, right. Like we live with this, like, oh, dude, like I went through all this education. Like I could do this. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, and, I think and it's, then, and then you go through this project and then you realize, holy shit, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. Like I know how to put a building together. That's about it. You know? Well, I mean, that's a lot, but, but no, I mean, I, I, I totally agree with you. It's like, it's not like the sense of, I mean, at least for me, it's not the sense of like, uh cockiness or saying like you know better or like you're better but i think like you you went through school and you kind of have like the motivation and sort of drive to say like i can do this yeah i can I figure can, it out i can figure it out i'm yeah. not you know like and, and, but to, but the, again and 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 the and the sense of being open about and being honest part of that was being uh um ignorant of what was to no, come no definitely for sure like again going back to like yeah, sure. I was like, dude, in the beginning, like, we're like, coastal, whatever, dude, we'll do it. <laughs> you know, like, whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly, dude. Yeah. Could, because in your in my head at the time was like, I've done coastal for like single family homes. I've done coastal for a couple other projects. Like, it's all the same formula. You just apply yeah. it to your project. And and um, had I heard any of these stories before? And I don't know, are we maybe potentially doing a disservice? To no, I mean, listeners? it's not a disservice. No, just, it's just do it. You just uh, like... I mean, I don't I, know. like, you even, know what I'm trying to get at, right? Like, yeah, even if even if I went back in time, I feel like part of that cockiness of like, we can do it. And also part of the thrive or, or the uh, not the thrive, but I guess the the um, I guess the will of like just wanting to do our own shit. Yeah, because I think we learned early on that the only way that we can get our own designs and ideas out there is for us to do our own projects. Yeah, for sure was like a, it was it was a driver for for us and for me you know yeah and and again this project was also a driver for me to get licensed because if you talk to me <laughs> yeah. about you know seven years ago i was yeah. like oh you don't need to get a fucking license just yeah. do competitions yeah. and like get your work out there <laughs> um which again that has all changed up to this point and and now it's about you know get licensed like don't be don't use the excuse of liability because yeah. that just means that you're trying to be a shitty designer and shitty architect yeah. If you're a legit architect, get licensed. Know your shit. Yeah. Build don't, your shit. Don't run away. On. Don't run away from responsibility. Right. Yeah. I agree. And and yeah, and you know, and and going back to that, it's not it's not saying that you're like cocky or you know, I mean, it's a little bit of like confidence and like able saying it's like I I can figure this out. Yeah. Because feel, that's a big thing. Because that's because you're me. you're sort of presented like you're just going through school. It's like you're presented. You almost have the mentality of like I can do anything yeah. because you there's such a broad spectrum of things that you get put through that you're like okay this is not a big deal you know at the end of the day I'm just gonna talk to some people and I'm just gonna read through the content and I'm just gonna abide to these things you know <laughs> it's gonna take time but I mean I'm glad it happened because you know we learned <laughs> oh we've learned man that's yeah that's a big thing like I've um. I guess what I'm trying to say is like with the, the what the school does is that like it does a good job of instilling in you like that idea of like I can figure it out like it's not people before me have figured this sure. stuff out yeah, so just like it's just a matter of like time and 
Yeah, it's about it's about becoming yeah. like this. This kind of like, you know, you're you're a person that that you you are you become a problem just, solver. You just yeah. see things differently, and, and having that confidence and knowing that like even with this new project that we could potentially get, yeah, you know, like just him like reassuring me like, you know, like we, we could do it. Like everything, oh, yeah. all the pieces are there. We just yeah. have to like put them in the right order in the right sequence. Mm-hmm. And, and we can like tackle it, you know, and also being honest about it up front with the client. <laughs> oh, that's that's the one <laughs> because, biggest thing because that we've learned. That's going to that's going to relieve a lot of stress. Yeah. And uh, at least, yeah. you know, for him, I mean, I don't stress a lot, a lot you know, like, I'm not going gonna to lose sleep, sleep over a project because at the end of the day, I know, you know, it's out of my control. A lot of things are out, out of my control. And I, you know, it's just like, but again, but like I know he's going to lose. Right. He's going to lose. What sleep he said, over. like just being able to put it out there. Yeah. Just already gives a degree of like. Yeah, like the client knows that this could potentially go wrong. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. and like as long as that's out on the table and like yeah, you're honest about it, in, like you know, like like for like when we were talking to this client, we're like, we'll fight for you, we'll fight for your project, you know. But these are the potential outcomes. You know, I know you want this. You could you could get it. You know, yeah. per everything that we've essentially researched. But you know, by the same merit, you might not. You <laughs> might not. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's about like just being honest about it. And, and once you throw that out there, it's like a huge weight just like lifted off your shoulders and mm-hmm. having to come back with something new, as opposed to you come with an issue and you're like, remember we talked about yeah, this being we, a potential we already issue. Yeah. Here it is now. Yeah, it, it's here. Mm-hmm. You know, and just having that degree of control and that degree of um, foreseeing and 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 being able to like put it out, you know, put it on the on the table. For the clients to just kind of acknowledge it's it, so much less stress for everybody. It's so much less stress. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, that's this is pretty much. Uh, pretty <laughs> I don't much know. Wraps up, uh, <laughs> project MFD dash zero one. There you uh, go. Carl's our project. Jefferson Street. Nice. Uh, Do you have any other questions? Any questions for us or? Um, let me just. Oh, one thing. <laughs> one thing that was kind of interesting that i thought of like is there so you guys learned a lot of things right but is is there any way to like take everything you learn and compress it into like a book or a seminar or like something you know have you thought about that or yeah that? i mean uh, there, when i when we first started you know that's that's actually one of the reasons why i started the blog on, on the owns page mm. i was kind of i was going to kind of like document our process right, right. it never happened because you, you know like yeah, like i said like it's just like <laughs> you have a full time job you so. have relationships or you know family issues or whatever and then and you're just stressing like in my case, that was stressing yeah, dude i yeah. no fucking time to fucking yeah. log in i was just trying to solve a problem <laughs> at that time yeah <laughs> And I mean, like, I, I, I felt like when I first started, I had like, Talk about it. when I first started, I had like, no, you know, like nothing, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> nothing going on, you know? And then like, you know, from that jumping to like a lot of going on, mm-hmm. like I couldn't, you know, I couldn't keep up with it. And, um, yeah, but I mean, it definitely was something that I wanted to do. Like, cause I've always been interested in writing and all that kind of stuff like kind of journaling the process because right, yeah. it was very special to me because it's our first project and it's going to get built but um it never so happened i would say that maybe like our, our contribution if like you're saying like if we could put this into a book or a seminar i think our contribution is that like 
it's this. You, you could right do now. it. It's, it's this. It's, like it's, yeah. the, you could yeah. do it, but just go in. Like what? What? What's that other saying? Uh, <laughs> that um, like anything is possible, right? Like just the one thing is having <laughs> realistic timelines. You know, like like if you want to become a doctor, sure. Like that's it's feasible, <laughs> but it's not feasible yeah. to say that you're gonna become a doctor in three months. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that we're proof that we went in it with uh, looking at not at the time, but looking at it now, we went into it with a very little knowledge base of the process, which, you know, Miguel brought up very little knowledge base of the process of getting this project through and what it would take. We had a general sense of the pieces that we needed for the building itself, which that went smoothly, but the actual managing the project and just making it, and just the skill we lack the skill to foresee that right it might, yeah. it, it, our yeah. good choices of the words yeah. we lack mm. the skill to foresee um potential issues that may arise which are were contributed by the lack of experience of doing projects on our own right. um but without doing projects on our own we i mean you have to start somewhere um had we had people that had done it before maybe i, I mean i guess you know if anybody out there is listening that wants to do a project on their own come to us yeah you know yeah because that's, that's another thing. thing too like we didn't have uh i mean i guess we did i guess we could have gone like Catherine or people that are doing projects yeah but at the time we we felt that there was nobody else doing like er, that early into the career i would say that there was nobody else doing work at least in our on, circle on their own in and, our and circle it, of people that some, we knew yeah it's sort of intimidating uh-huh. to like reach out to somebody experienced and be like oh can you help us out like that's that, that, that's like you know it's it's part of like Talking to people like right now, I could. And it's, it was also too like maybe maybe we thought about it at the time, but at the same time we're like intimidated to do it because you always think about like what the response is gonna be. Yeah. So we never did. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like, like now I could like I could reach out to somebody like, you know, any any architect in San Diego, I could probably feel comfortable that I could reach out to and just ask a question because yeah. I feel they'd be in the same position. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost, again, it's, it's, al- al- it's always kind of going back to like knowing what to ask. Exactly. Like, and when you don't really know what to ask, I feel like it goes back to the, it's like full circle to like sound like an idiot. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Yeah. You know, but it's okay. Like w- we got through this project, yeah. like this project has made us, it's not even, it's not like a, Oh, we got a little better. Like it was an exponential growth Yeah. Mm-hmm. As, yeah. as, as one, as a business, as architects, you know? Yeah. And and if anybody who's listening to the podcast, if they're thinking about doing any kind of project, like yeah, yeah just feel free to reach out. Yeah, for sure, we'll be happy to help. You know, like and and, and I feel like that's how it should be. Like we're so, especially in San Diego, we're such a small community. Yeah. Uh, of architects, like I mm-hmm. feel like if I reached out to somebody and they were like, "Oh, I'm not gonna help you," or like they just kind of like brush me off. I mean, that you're kind of being a dick, you know, because we're you're not gonna go. Like we're small in a sense, and and and, and for you to just kind of like brush me off like that, I mean, you never know who you're gonna need at the end of the day. 